the dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 81 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast, where truth, logic, and common sense are at the forefront. Always. Yes sir, brother. Wacky week. It's begun. Shiftless. And his band of merry nitwits. (laughs) We'll have more on that later. There's all sorts to get to. Oh, yeah. Good things. Good things. Why is there snow on the ground? Because people started decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving. This is true. This is true. I saw that and totally agree. I agree. I was talking to one of my customers today, a little old lady. She she has one person to shop for now. Oh, yeah? That's it. She's got everybody else done. She just finished wrapping the last present when I rang her doorbell. Nice. I was just like, yeah, no. I didn't like get pissy with her. I was just like, yeah, I don't Christmas shop to like the last minute. Yeah. I'm trying to think. <laughs> and I come up with the best gifts ever, by the way. Oh, no doubt about it. I'm just really good at shopping. I know my, I know my, uh, your peoples. My peoples. Yeah, I think I have two more things to get. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't even. But they're all Black Friday things. Not even. Had a thought about it. <sighs> the only time I ever have a thought about it is if I'm like at an auction. Oh, there's a cock. Not a penis. A rooster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brother collects roosters. Figurine style. They're literally everywhere. They are. They're even in my basement. <laughs> yeah, because his house won't hold them all. Well, they did hold them all. And then he had a house fire. And then we remodeled his house. And... My basement became his storage. Yeah. He's taking what he wants. The rest are going away, apparently. Cocks everywhere. I know. I don't know, man. It's all good. But I'm just saying, like, if I, it's it's just if I see a random thing at an auction. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person will love this. I'll pick it up and store it. That's fair. And then wrap it poorly, because I'm a Sasquatch, and it's. Hair gets in the way, and you know, it's a whole thing. It's true. <laughs> well, we ready for Comrades Corner? I guess. Oh, baby. Welcome to Comrades Corner. Today we have two stories of fate luck or lack thereof, and just all-around perplexing situations. A criminal who could get a sweet deal, and an innocent man who definitely got a raw deal. First up, we have a man whose house was destroyed by police, pursuing an armed suspect who had barricaded themselves in the home after breaking in. Now understand, when I say destroyed, I mean it. The home valued at $580,000, was marked for demolition after the SWAT team drove an armored vehicle through the home 
launching tear gas and explosives, firing 40 millimeter grenades, trying to drive the suspect from the home. (coughs) Okay, we need to take a second and digest this. This is a military operation using a military vehicle with military grenades. And none of what these officers did is allowed in Iraq, at least not when I was there. This would have put you in Leavenworth real quick. Just saying. On a side note, can you imagine coming home from work to see your home valued at over half a million dollars was completely destroyed and then being told, sorry, that's on you, bud. I mean, this guy has some serious patience. I would have lost my shit, and I mean build an armored tank in my garage and demolish every police officer's home Marvin Hemeyer style. If you don't know that name, I suggest you look it up. Crazy story worth every second of your time. Spelled H-E-E-M-E-Y-E-R. Can I pause you? Yes. Did you cover that story? Yes. In a previous Comrades <clears throat> Corner? Yes. Go back and find it. Yes. It's it's there. So, now the man is told by the police he does, they do not have to compensate him for the damages because the police acted in a legal manner. Now I'm all about supporting the police, but this is not that. This is supporting a military unchecked under the guise of being police. He was given $5,000 for temporary living assistance. Thankfully, his insurance company paid $345,000, but it comes nowhere close to the loss. This is an unchecked government. Hopefully, when it's appealed to the Supreme Court, they take it up and rule in the individual's favor. If you break it, you buy it. Next up, we have a criminal serving life in Iowa for murder, who happens to be appealing his case, though he's not appealing, he's not claiming he's innocent. Nope, he killed him. What he's claiming is he served his sentence, and he actually might be right. You see, he had a medical procedure done, and died on the table. He was then resuscitated. Well, he died, as he argues. So he sees it as life in prison served. The judge disagrees, but this argument gains some steam when he explains that he had a do not resuscitate order and the medical professionals did not honor it. A big no-no in the EMS world. So he would have been dead still had his wishes been granted as the law suggests. Or demands, really. Okay, does this guy have an argument? Sure. Is this everything wrong with the judicial system? Yes. Is the judge right to deny his time-served argument? Absolutely. Honestly, this guy has a case, and that's what's wrong here. It's clear the judgment was given. The judgment that was given did not intend for him to be released from jail. Life without the possibility of parole means you don't get to walk the streets again. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Die in your cell like the dog that you are. If this ends up any other way, I will lost, I will have lost every sliver of faith that I did have in our failing judicial system. And that's Comrade's Corner. So this guy has filed a lawsuit against that police department, correct? Um, he lost it in the state's Supreme Court. Like, his next step is the U.S. Supreme Court. 
how do you lose that? That's they are saying it's oh, not the police's responsibility because the police acted in a reasonable way to the threat that they had to deal with legally. Because some random guy broke into this guy's house and it was barricaded in it. They demolished it trying to get him out. And they're just like, yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like you, ever, you, you watch Bad Boys, the movies, and you see the craziness that goes on. And you're just like, I mean, this is Hollywood. They can't really do Nope. Sure can. This judge definitely watched Bad Boys and was like, no, nah, it's cool. This is okay. That's not okay at all. That is wild. That is. They drove a military vehicle into this guy's house launching grenades inside the vehicle or from inside the vehicle while inside the building. Mother efforts need to understand something, man. Alex Jones was right. He's been talking about years about the militarization of police. Oh, no. It, I mean, it, it is. It's it's a real thing. Like, they're I mean, driving how, around in vehicles that I many, drove around in Iraq in. How many documentaries has that guy made? Like, Police State 1 through, I don't know, 7, 8, yeah. I think, something like that? I don't know. Yeah, they're definitely ramping it up. I'm with you. I support the police. But that that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, should the police be able to have an AR in their truck? Absolutely. Do they need to have full body armor like that scene in 24 where Jack Bauer has the helmet that he's just impenetrable? No, they shouldn't. <laughs> Sorry. That's not a police situation. No. If you need that, you need to call the military. <laughs> Pretty much. But No, it's wild. Like, there's no need. There's no reason for a police to have that kind of equipment. No. Like, no, you don't need a bomb-proof vehicle. You really don't need a bulletproof vehicle. Could we say maybe in some parts of the country we might need a bulletproof vehicle? Sure. Am I okay with them having bulletproof vehicles in Southside Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, that that makes sense. But But, you know, where where was this at? I oh, do you know? You don't have to look it up. I think I had it written down. I mean, if it's like podunk i don't think i did actually if it's like podunk subdivision in like nebraska probably not i don't know yeah no i don't know that's nuts that is nuts yeah wild and then the oh my gosh the yeah like you said he has a case but and that's what's bad that's so bad like it's just common sense it's like no and the judge is trying to pull that card, but if she loses in that, then mm. it's just like, nope. You can't let that guy walk free. You know, he he beat the guy to death with a blunt with a baseball bat. No, that guy can't walk free. Sorry. No. Right. Who, who's to say he's not going to do that again? Right. The prison system. Every do-gooder in the world who believes that there are too many people in jail believes that you can reform people. I'm sorry. You killed somebody with a baseball bat. <laughs> you beat him to death with it? Probably not. No. Same thing with rapists. Same thing with pederasses, which we'll get to later. I mean, I just don't. I, yeah, I, I the, 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 you're not going to reform murder. The, I think you can reform. I don't know, man. I think most people like it, it, it's definitely true for like gang kids. Most people that when they kill their first person are like, I never want to do that again. And I think that's pretty that's pretty across the board. Whether they act that way on the outside is different, but <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, I think people I hype it up and then it happens and you're like, ooh, that was not like what I expected. 
Well, probably. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying, by and large, it should but be yeah. a policy. No, I agree. But like, like you were saying with like rape and, and molestation, there actually is no, like that's that's been scientifically proven that there is no revisit revisit. Oh, it's a hard word to say. I know what you mean. You can't. You, you can't not do it again. You'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. The Catholic pre the Catholic Church is full of them. So you know. <clears throat> yeah. The cloth. Well, I got a little bit of 2020 oh. here to get to. Um, you need to give me a moment. You get none. You shut your mouth when I'm talking to you. <laughs> okay, so Elizabeth Warren wants to tax billionaires. No. No, 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 no. Anyway, Bill Gates was interviewed by some... Jag off. Um, this is what he had to say on the wealth on Elizabeth Warren's proposed wealth tax. "Quote: I've paid over ten billion dollars in taxes. I've paid more than anyone in taxes. That kind of sounds like Trump. <laughs> if I have to, if I had to pay twenty billion, it's fine. But when you say I should pay one hundred billion, one hundred. I'm sorry, I had a Doctor Evil moment." <laughs> Then I'm starting to do a little math over what I have left over. Um, Elizabeth Warren, quote, tweeted, whoever tweeted this out, the guy who interviewed him, I don't really care. Um, I'm always happy to meet with people, even if we have different views. At Bill Gates, if we get the chance, I'd love to explain how much you'd pay under my wealth tax. And in parentheses it says, I promise it's not $100 billion. Ugh. I've heard her promises before, and I'm just not going to hold my breath on that. No. But, uh, yeah, no, these guys, like, <laughs> be like, oh, all the billionaires are social justice warriors, and no. they're progressive. And No. No, they're all conservatives. Um, that's just the way they think. It's why they have billions of dollars, and they're not going to vote for people who are well, doing the Bernie Sanders plan. When you say conservative, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that 100 percent okay economically fiscally then. perhaps well i mean look at bill gates he's like if i gotta pay 20 whatever you're not taking well, all my damn money he's the richest person in the world he already pays 10 so yeah if, if they doubled his taxes which honestly wouldn't be a huge i hear you i'm just saying you know like at least he's i don't know if he's paying taxes he says he's paying 10 billion but i mean bezos doesn't pay any no, Bezos pays a lot. Does he? Amazon doesn't pay. Oh, it's any. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. You know, you got to think. So, and that's another thing a lot of people don't understand when you're talking about billionaires. Their money is not their money. Like, yeah, it's tied up into the. Bill Gates has a lot of money because he's Bill Gates. He's the richest god darn guy in the world because he beat Bezos out now. But. Most of their actual, like when you see these $100 billion people, it's not the amount of cash they have. It's how much they're worth. Well, yeah. No, that's that's really, and that's that's a lot of people. Right. But a lot of people don't understand that. Well, look at farmers. Like, yeah, they're worth X amount, but. Cash on hand is a completely different game. How much money does a combine cost? How much does one of those big ass tractors, how much does a chisel plow cost? You know. Right. 
They were there was just an article talking about it, and they were complaining about uh, um, Elon Musk was saying that he was short on cash a couple months ago or something like that. And everybody's like, oh, you're short on cash, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, They no, literally mean, invest everything they yeah, have like, into what they're doing. They're passionate about it. Like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, not a biggest fan of him, but guess what? 99% of what he makes goes back. Like he, they, they take what they need to survive yeah. out in cash. I would say 90, 99% of what they are worth is in property, business, mm-hmm. their, their stocks, you know. And so when they say that we're going to tax them at 100%, it's like they don't have that kind exactly, of money. It's not exactly liquid assets. Right, and they don't have that kind of money to do that. Yeah, I don't think they should be taxing crazy people. I don't think we need to take in any more money. I think we need to take in less money. We need to spend less. Yes, I totally agree with this. Um, <clears throat> And for all you lefties out there who listen to this, well, you guys are just Trump supporters, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we are. He's not doing a good job with the debt so far, but he doesn't have a Congress or a Senate that wants to work with him either. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, like, <laughs> it's not like Republicans or Democrats have ever, either one, exactly. This, this agreed is not to just spend tr- less money. This, this is not just the Trump problem. He's not. <clears throat> he's not helping it right we, now. We 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 held these views long before Trump. Oh yeah, for and, shizzle. Yeah, but, I said shizzle. Ooh, proud of you. But. Uh, but yeah, I, oh, mean, I still say shit. I just feel like saying shizzle. You know, it is something to be to like. This I think a discussion. Like people need to start talking about what we can do about the wealth. Like, I don't want to say inequality because that's what they say, but it is. It's inequality because all these they're like the four hundred richest people in the world have so much money, and then the rest of the world has the rest of it, right? And I feel like... There's nothing we can do about the past. No, I agree. All we can do is worry about the future. Maybe we need to level the playing field a little bit. That's what I mean. Like Inflation. Is, is there a way... Um, well... Competition. Yeah, but that's not going to change. These people are... I mean, Bill Gates took a big risk doing what he did to build his wealth. I agree. Does he have a monopoly? Maybe. I, does, does Zucker, Zuckerberg, Amazon, all that? Yeah. Yeah, because we don't have, we don't have a pure capitalist society like we should we have crony capitalism and right. corporatism and this kind of thing the free market is the way around, way about it but it has to go back to being the true free market well that's what i mean like how do you do that without well, taking some of the riches wealth well how, why would you think we need to take some of the riches wealth because there's not enough money on the bottom end to go around is the argument? Who makes the argument? Well, the left does, but they're not in this. I, I don't. I don't understand. And maybe I'm just completely wrong on it. I don't know. Like I don't know a lot of. I don't understand the whole thing. But I do understand them saying that like this is how much money there is, and this is how much the rich people have, and this is how much the rest of the entire universe has. Well, I don't understand how we, how taking it away from the rich is going to help everybody else. I mean, <clears throat> do we just need to? People have to invest in themselves and work hard. I mean, you can start your own business for next to nothing. What if what if you, you have to work to get okay, to a place? That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, what if you forced the I mean, the rich to invest in so much a year? 
I don't think you can force. I don't know. I know. That's where I get caught up on it. But it's like, I do understand the idea that like, at a certain point, the amount of money you have isn't benefiting you, but it is hurting. Part of the problem that we have in our society, I don't know how much of a problem it really is, but it is suggested to be a problem. There aren't a lot of people out there that want to hang out their own shingle. No, and I'm not talking about that. People want to like, work for somebody else, but who makes the jobs? The people no, that are wealthy. I agree with you. I'm saying. I, I'm like, just saying. What's, what's I, th- the I think that more. Term? I think more people, if they just went out and started their own thing, yeah, and, and really were dedicated to it, and had half a chance. I mean, you can you can be successful. You can go start a lawn mowing business. I think it's the the hoarding. You can do all sorts of shit. The hoarding at the top is what everyone is. What are and they I, hoarding? What, what are they supposed not... to do with it? I don't understand. I, I'm just trying to I get you to... No, I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They earned the money. Whether there was some shady stuff that went on, it went on. But that's the past. It, it just has to stop going forward. Yeah. We need to... I can understand that. I guess I'm just like, I don't know what the answer is. But I feel like... I mean, it's not going to be all peaches and cream for a while. It really isn't. And right. I don't think it ever will be. Well, that's what you I mean. You have to work hard to get to where you want to go. Right. So let's say... That people do that and they, they pull themselves up by their bootstraps. With the way the system is now, with how much money there is in a small population, a small percent of the population, are these people who are pulling their bootstraps up doing it for nothing? Are they ever going to get beyond? Well, you they, know what I mean? They like, may not be rich ever, but you can sustain <clears throat> yourself on doing what you want to do. I mean, I think we need. We really need to take a so exactly. Need, okay, that's pause. Okay, I don't want to finish what I'm saying. I really think that we need to go back to the way it was, where every little small town you could get what you needed to survive in your small town. I agree with that. Okay, having a clothing store, having a lumber yard, having a whatever. Everything's too much of a big conglomerate now. We need less of that. We okay. need more at the small level. Right. You said something very important. You said that those people who pull themselves up by their bootstraps and start something now might never be rich. That is the problem. We have a society that... We had a society where anybody could start something and become a rich person of status or uh, Zuckerberg a Bill Gates you could do it you still can can you that's my question it doesn't I don't think you can I don't think there's enough money around to bring it up can I pause you probably I pause but can I what about Zuckerberg he started I mean Stole the idea and integrated it from whoever I guess at Harvard that wasn't that long ago that wasn't that long ago I mean I guess I'd you can still do it. I just think a lot of people think things are going to get handed to them. I don't think. No, I agree. I agree. Look at our show. Like we don't make any money doing this. Our goal is to, at some point, hopefully do that. But I mean, let's see. We're doing episode eighty-one. What does that mean? That's eighty-one weeks. The last eighty-one weeks. Well, it's blood, been, sweat, and tears. Not blood, sweat, and tears. But I'm just saying, we all work. I mean, I've cut myself here. Okay, it's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, I get up at 
5.30, 5, 5.30 every morning. I go to work, and I work until whenever. You do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Justin does the same thing. We're doing this in our free time because we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And we want to build something, and yeah. we like to spend time with each other. Yeah, it's because you're cute, though. Thank you. So, I'm just saying, like, so your point. And I'm not sure that people have the understanding. Not all, not everybody, but there are people out there that think that government should hand them something, that a bank should hand them something. Right. If you want it, you have to go out and sacrifice. Absolutely. I mean, we're sacrificing our free time. Right. Doing this. I mean, we spend <clears throat> what a week, good probably ten, twelve hours yeah. outside of our normal jobs, where we all probably work more than forty hours. Right. <laughs> so. So, okay, so you're saying that the American dream is still possible. It is. It may not be as easy as it was once was. Income inequality may be real, but it's not the issue the left is making it out to be. Absolutely not. I could get down with that. I mean, part of the problem is that we've herded everybody into the cities. Yeah. I like to I like to think about things like this, though. I just want to... I hear you. you. Know, and I, I, we I, all need to be <clears> thinking <throat> about things like this. I'm not saying that all these <clears throat> superstores and whatever, they're convenient. But I'm just saying it drives out other businesses mm-hmm. where you can get everything under one roof. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we definitely should have done a better job in the of maintaining 50s what we had. and 60s and 70s of slapping the businesses on the wrist that were conglomerating into what Walmart is today. Mm-hmm. Walmart's technically, as far as the antitrust rules go, should have never even existed it should have never been able to be a thing let alone them being able to put the 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 super centers in and all of a sudden they have groceries too that was a whole nother step that the government just let them do that that Mm. should have never happened yeah i refused to go into walmart and that's purely i talked about on the show Mm -hmm. the whole gun thing i was just like man where am i gonna get groceries like i had to go get a haircut and i went to champagne and Mm -hmm. I just I forgot Meyer was a thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you were talking about that. And I was like, oh, I guess that's true. Like, there's Target, there's Meyer, there's well, Target less, more of not as much. They have some, but yeah, I'd rather go somewhere that has more selection of stuff. And Meyer has like the the freaking uh, fountain drinks. You oh, know about this? I don't know. When you walk in the door, all of their carts have cup holders in them, yeah, and you just get a soft drink. Put it in your cup holder and just pay for it when you leave. Oh. You just drink it while you're there. Huh. I guess I don't spend a lot of enough time to want to get a soda while I'm shopping, I guess. I mean, I've gone to the store before. They're like, man, I'm really thirsty. I'm a bing bang shopper, though, man. Yeah. Most of the time. But less and less now that I live farther away from yeah. places <clears throat> to shop. And don't, be, don't get me wrong. I, I go to our local grocery store here. I don't buy a lot of groceries, though. Like, yeah. Literally, like, most of the time when I'm buying groceries, it's, like, frozen pizza stuff to put in the freezer. Because yeah, I, I mean, literally eat at my house, like, twice a week. There's things. It's <laughs> like, I, I would like to support my local businesses. But there are things at your local businesses that just I'm just like, no, I'm not going to pay that much for that. Yeah. I buy meat from him. And that's fine. The little old ladies in town will. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I just, I just, hey, he's not. a great guy. It's a good thing. Like, he'll deliver groceries to the elderly. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, no, that's why these small businesses are so awesome. Yeah. You know, it's. People really care about service. I've really found that out. Yeah. Where, where I work. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things that the company I work for, like, 
where we really set ourselves apart is the service mm-hmm. aspect of it. Because the other companies that do what we do, it, we, we found it's just not there. Yeah. Hmm. And that's not talking crap about them. I'm just saying. It like, is what it is. We're better. Yeah. We have good people. Not that you don't have good people, but we have a good culture and we take care of people. So, um, yeah. So back to 2020. Kind of went off a, went tan- a tangent. tangent. It's okay, though. No, that's what this is about, having conversations <clears throat> and people hearing conversations. Where do you hear this kind of conversation at? Right. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, Mr. Potato Head, Cory Booker. Um, Spartacus. Spartacus. Spartacus Potato Head-O. I like it. Okay. <laughs> he claimed this week that he is the only person in the race for president who can, quote, turn out the vote and win in a heavily black electorate. No, you cannot. How can he say that with a straight face? Well, he doesn't. First of all, he never has a straight face because his eyes are this big. Yeah. I'm talking like the size of big meatballs. He likes cocaine more than... Anybody backstage than Rick James? At, a, at a 1980s WWE event. More than Rick James? Well, not more than Rick James. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> no, but <clears throat> he is nuts. That's, that's ridiculous. Do you think he... I don't, know if I, I don't know if your analogy is correct. More than the, the WWE in the 80s. Do you not remember the Hulk Hogan... Macho Man Randy Savage that promo. It's the best. It's the best promo of all We're time. We're gonna go to the ionosphere. It's just like these two. How old were they? Probably 35, 40? Probably forty-ish, early forties, late thirty, late thirties, early eighties. Actually, no, they couldn't. They're probably in their yeah, they twenties or thirties. He's only like seventy now. Yeah, maybe they were late thirties. Either way, either by way. my age, just coked. Out of their minds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On, la- on TV. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <clears throat> the, the 80s, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's a hell of a time. <laughs> For sure. Really missed the boat on that. Nah, I don't think we did. That's fair. Um. So he said, In a party in a country that is only becoming more diverse, the ability to build multiracial, multi-ethnic coalitions... Is not a nice to have. It's a job requirement. I'm the only person in this race who has demonstrated time and time again, with only my own name on the ballot and the ability to turn out the vote and win in a heavily black electorate. Anyway, um, there was a poll in October. You know how I feel about polls, but I like this one <clears> just because <throat> it shits on the Cory Burger. That's fun. <laughs> So an October poll from YouGov showed Booker trailing several Democratic presidential hopefuls in regards to support from the black voters. Those who outrank Booker include former Vice President Joe Bite Me, um, Senator Bernie Sanders, and Focahontas herself. (laughs) I mean, can we just analyze what he said? In a party in a country that is only becoming more diverse... The ability to make coalitions that are just literally based on diversion. That's just ridiculous. I'm going to divide the country to make the country better. Yeah. Why don't we just have an American coalition where, like, we're all just Americans? 
America. Don't say it. I almost did. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy's nuts. He's not gonna be president. I mean, no. he literally shouldn't be a senator, but you know, whatever. He shouldn't even be. He should be. He should have dropped out a while ago. Is New Jersey? Are people with New Jersey that I don't know many people from New Jersey? I don't want to talk crap about them. There's probably a lot of really smart people just like Hold us on. there. I have one comment about what you're about to say. Sure. Just one quick sentence. Nope. Two words. Just two words. You said just two words. So. Jersey Shore. I know, but like, there's a lot of people that live in New Jersey. Yeah, but I think those are the people that are voting for Cory Booker. Are they? But there are that. Are there enough of them? I He's a they, senator. I think they dominate. That's a whole state. There was is a the whole, whole show. Is the whole state <laughs> that stupid? It can't be. Like California. I guess I don't know, man. That's a Senate race. I can understand if he was like a House representative. He only had to get a district's yeah. vote. But the whole state, he got enough votes to be senator. I mean, I have met a lot of this guy. Jersey Shore girls. Yeah. Like when I was living out east. Did you bang a Snooky? No. No? But. Um, I'd have done it just There's did a it. lot of them, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think about it. I'm kind of like, oh, there's more than I thought. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I just, uh, but I don't know, man. It, it just <clears> baffles <throat> my mind. Population centers, man, they just screw everything up. Yeah, it's true. Seriously, like look no. at our look at our state. Mm-hmm. If you if you drove from the southern tip of Illinois to the north, the state line, the border of Wisconsin, and you stopped five times. Ten times, let's say. Would you say that Dick Durbin and Tammy Duckworth are actual representations of the state? No. <laughs> exactly. No, they, are, they are representations of a very small population center in the very top northeast corner of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I digress. So, something pretty awesome happened. Yes. And I'll let you add in on this because you sent me the actual thing. So you can add to this. I just have a little snippet from it. So Tulsi Gabbard's legal team is demanding failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton to retract her remarks in which alleged the military combat veteran of being Russia's preferred candidate. Reading from the statement, your statement is defamatory. And we demand that you retract it immediately. An attorney for Gabbard wrote to Clinton, requesting the former Secretary of State immediately retract her statements and share a formal retraction on social media. Jump on it. Yes. So they actually wrote out the retraction they want her to send to all the news publications. In light of this, we demand you immediately hold a press conference to verbally retract in full your com- your comments. We also demand that you immediately publish this full and fair retraction on Twitter account at Hillary Clinton and distribute it to CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, The New York Times, and The Wall Street Journal, and The Wa- Washington Post. And here it is. On October 17, 2019, I made certain statements about Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. Among other things, I accused her of being a Russian asset and that Russia was grooming her to be a third-party presidential candidate. 
stop it. <laughs> okay. I was wrong. I never should have made these remarks, and I apologize. I did not have any basis for making these statements. I acknowledge my grave mistake and error in judgment in this matter. I support and admire the work that Congressman Gabbard has done and will continue to do in serving our country. And that is what they want. That is what they are requiring her to say. That's amazing. So Hillary Clinton can eat crow or she can face a defamation defamation lawsuit. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Which realistically, she'll probably face a defamation lawsuit. Yeah. I love the moxie, if nothing else, of Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. No, she is the left's version of Trump. I will not take your crap. I'm not going to play your establishment games. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. I might take your rifles. Yeah, she's got some... Uh, Her you, policies are pretty progressive as yeah. far as liberals go. Just some of them are. Some of them I don't like. I don't like yeah. at all. At all. But I do stand <clears throat> with her on the war thing. No, for sure. 1,000%. Till she proves me wrong. We'll have to see. But I, like, I just like that she doesn't take any shit. It's a good time. I like she's giving Hillary Clinton shit. That's oh amazing. my gosh, it's amazing. Because no one does that in politics. They're just like, I'm just not going to talk about her. Especially on the left. Yeah. Well, speaking of the queen of suiciding, Hillary Clinton was in the UK this weekend, shaming the UK because they didn't publish the Russia report. But the question everyone is asking, is clamoring to know, was asked, will she run? Listen. Hmm. I, as I say, never, never, never say never. Um, and I, I will certainly tell you, I'm under enormous pressure from many, many, many people to think about it. Who, Republicans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one is asking her to run. They're all just like, could she just please die off into the darkness and just stop? Pretty much. I mean, they're Michael Bloomberg's filed paperwork in Alabama thinking about running. And I mean, that's a joke too. Like, yeah, he's it not, is. He has no intention. And there's of some other guys saw that I don't know who the hell he even is out East. That's thinking about it too. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Just add another to the list of terrible candidates that aren't going to come close to beating Trump. Mm-mm. Weak sauce. Good job. DNC. That's all I got for 2020. I had the one thing I had was they were comparing. Oh, sorry, I didn't really know one. No, you're no, you're fine. Uh, I was gonna sneak it in, and the opportunity just never came up. I'm, um, good, at th- I'm good at writing like that. Trump's uh, stock market numbers <clears throat> came out, and they were comparing them to f- the entire U.S. presidents. Oh yeah, you were talking about this Monday. Since we created the stock market, um, <clears throat> he is fourth in line. Behind only the 1950s presidents who benefited from the, the, war machine. the war machine and the New Deal tactics of socializing everything and taxing everyone at ridiculous numbers and bolstering the bullish market that the 50s was <clears throat> after the war machine. And... uh he is ahead of everyone except for the three people that benefited from that. All he has is post-recession and his policies. And no help from the Senate or Congress. You know what? I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to say this. Like, 
Well, if he loses, we all know the stock market's going to go down mm-hmm. because everyone's going to be like, oh, no, Trump's not president anymore. In the business world, at least. Yeah. So that's going to happen. How are the how's the left going to justify that when they said all of the success is all Obama's doing? Hmm. When Trump got there and everything went up, I think crazy. I think we, I think we're honest down. enough with ourselves, at least sitting in this room, to say that I think we know well enough that the media is just going to ignore it. Yeah, we didn't right. say that. Yeah, because that's how it is. That's just how they operate. I'm just happy. If you ever see them get called to task on something that they got wrong, they'll do a retraction, but it'll be buried to where nobody ever sees it. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy that there's so many, there's enough people that know what's like the real deal, like how the media plays the game and how if you do your own research, you realize how much garbage there really is. Because if there wasn't, like Trump would have never got elected. Yeah, dude, did you see? The uh, video on Facebook, it was like the news, but it was like, it was almost like, what's his name? Bob Menagerie or whatever who mm-hmm. does the sports casting. They did like a, a, a news story you would see on the local news. Hilarious. Wait, like the bear is running through the woods and it's like, they're like trying to fill 24 hour news or whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. That. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I would play it on here, but they dropped the F-bomb in. A lot. We're trying not to. We're progressing. No. <laughs> We're not progressing. We're just... But, yeah, that's all I had. Trying to that, broaden our... Stock market numbers are massive. Oh, I forgot about something. Mm-mm. I did. We're, we're, we're going to do it. So, Beta O'Rourke, you know how I, I reported, you know, in the last couple months that he, uh, if, he if he didn't win the presidency, he was done with politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that's not... Uh, he's, 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 he's definitely going to be involved still. Um, but Breitbart put out a video and I was almost peeing myself laughing at it. Um, it was called the best of Beto's failed presidential campaign and I'm going to play it cause it's hilarious. Watch the best of Beto's failed presidential campaign. Oh, that's the wrong button. Doing? I hit the wrong button. Beto O'Rourke should run for president. Walls do not save lives. Walls end lives. We do not need any walls. You've been very clear that you believe the president is a racist. Is the president a white supremacist? He is. Well, Jesus Christ, of course he's racist. He's been racist from day one before day one. Let's be very clear about what is causing this and who the president is. He is an open, avowed racist and is encouraging more racism in this country. We, the scientists also tell us, have 12 years in which to answer that question. 12 years within which to act. That we have no more than 12 years to take incredibly bold action on this crisis. We don't have more than 10 years to get this right. 10 years left to us, not as Democrats or Republicans or even as Americans, but as human civilization. How do you think you did on the stage last night? What grade would you give yourself? I'd give myself an A. 22 people were killed, dozens more grievously injured by a man carrying a weapon he should never have been able to buy in the first place, inspired to kill by our president. We have a white supremacist in the White House, and he poses a mortal threat to people of color all across this country. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. If someone does not turn in an AR-15 or an 
AK-47, one of these weapons of war, or, or brings it out in public and, and brandishes it in an attempt to intimidate, as we saw when we were at Kent State uh, recently, then that weapon will be taken from them. Uh, if they persist, there will be other consequences from law enforcement. Um, so I'm here at the dentist and we're going to continue our series on the people of the border. Unfortunately, I think that that may have been uh, Beto's last hurrah. Um, I, I, you think he's done? I think he's done. <laughs> as sad as I am to hear his name again, because I really thought I'd never hear it again and that would be great. Oh. That was worth it, I guess. Yeah. That's fair. I almost forgot about it. I'm sorry, guys. God, he's so dumb. I'm really a little upset that they didn't play him trying to make a burger in that video, though, because that was like my favorite one. Oh, yeah. He was, like, I didn't even watch that one. Yeah, he did. He <clears> played <throat> it on here. Like he did, he had like three different skillets. Oh yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> He's a dummy. Oh yeah, so that concludes 2020 for this week. All right. You got anything for Illinois? I do, but I think yours is better. Is it? Well, I know we're going to talk about mine more. That's fair. So, um, as we know. Recreational marijuana has been legalized. It's going to go into effect January 1. And municipalities have the right to deny it and say no. Um, Those votes are going on all over the state. Most of them are passing. One in particular is the Kankakee County Board. They held a rare night meeting on Tuesday. Members met at the Kankakee Public Library, which is not their usual meeting spot. By a one-vote margin, the Kankakee Board on Tuesday voted against allowing marijuana sales in the county's unincorporated areas, meaning anywhere that does not have a municipality government cannot sell or cannot be a pl- cannot have a place of business for recreational marijuana, which I feel is complete. Like I don't know how that affects anything other than them making an arbitrary law, like. If you're going to have it in places that have a municipality government, how is it going to negatively affect the system by allowing it in a non-municipality-ran, unincorporated area? So is it just the the city of Kankakee or was it the county? County. Oh, so no Bradley, no Bourbonnais, no nothing. No, no, no. They're, they're, they have municipality governments. Oh. So, uh, so okay, for here, we have a town government. Yeah. Um, Claytonville does not. Oh. Claytonville would not be able to. Oh. Goodwine would not be able to. Pitchin would not be able to. The lake would not be able to, I believe. Well, I mean. <clears throat> they yeah, have to have elected officials. Yeah. So. So, there are no farmers, basically. Um. Yes. That is true. Not you can't have one out in the country, and like I said, and no towns that do not have a municipality government. Huh. So why? How does that affect anything? They don't. They want. They don't want the farmers to do it. I, I guess. guess. I guess. That seems like the move. The brunt of it. Yeah. Or little podunk they towns. Just, they don't want it in rural areas. It sounds like. So there's that. 13 to 12, because there's only 25 people at the meeting. <clears throat> and 
Uh, How many board members did I have? I don't know. Actually, that might be board members. It might not have been a public vote. I doubt if they were having it in the evening that they had much publicity that they were doing it. No, apparently they're saying that it was intent. It seems it seems intentional that it was held at night, oddly, and also in a different location where they normally held their meetings. Yeah, honestly, I think all county board meetings should be held after the hours of normal work. Right. No, I totally agree. Because um, the public should be able to attend, and they should be widely publicized when they are, so people have every opportunity to go, and that people should go, and that they should hold their politicians' feet to the fire. Yeah. Um, yes, it was the board members only that voted. Yeah. But, so, I mean, and the the typical arguments came out. You, you have government officials saying that marijuana is a gateway drug still. I'm Bro. sorry. Bro. Reefer Madness is not a documentary. Exactly. I'm sorry. If you are a government official and you still think that marijuana is a gateway drug, one, you're ignorant. You need to be informed on these things. You need to do the research and learn. I mean, you have the time. You're a politician. There's not that. Not doing much. But, I mean, seriously, this is that's, that's unacceptable. Just the fact that if, if a government official ever was in my presence... And they said that marijuana was a gateway drug. I would probably George W. Bush shoe him in the face. No, that was Cheney. He got shooed? Oh, shoot. I thought you said shot. No, no, no. no. <laughs> shoot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the whole shoe thing. Because <laughs> I wear heavy boots. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, seriously, though, like that's unacceptable. How stupid are you? And that is exactly what it is. You're... Too ignorant. lazy to ignorant. do the research. Yeah, it's not a gateway drug. The only reason it was ever considered a gateway drug is because it was illegal, and the person selling the marijuana also had access to all the other illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. ridiculous. No, so yeah, no. you just had an ignorant county board that is playing the same game, and they, yeah, we uh, you had that. Um, oh, and then people saying because they're Christian, they can't support it. They don't want the tax money because it's dirty money coming from drugs. It's like, you don't have any problem taking the pharmaceutical tax money. Yeah. What about Adderall? It's like literally meth. Literally meth. Like my favorite meme right now is when it's like, Hey Adderall, why do you always wear that mask? And they pull the mask off and it says meth underneath it is <laughs> let's leave that on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Chantix, the quit smoking drug, which one of the side effects are suicidal thoughts, um, perm- depression, those, anger. Like I can get those. Those are the those are the, the from, nice ones. From quitting cold turkey, I can get those on my own. Thanks. Like you, the uh, Chantix can give you permanent personality disorders, permanent personality changes. <laughs> it can completely change how you see the world just oh, by taking it and never go back. That's terrible. That's like LSD. No, really. It's insane what that like like they don't give it to vets anymore <laughs> because yeah, we don't do very well on it. I can see that. Um the the dreams it gives you mm-hmm. and, and as part of the side effects are extremely intense and as for most combat vets we have that on our own all right guys i am for sale i will happily quit my job if you want to hire me to help you quit smoking i'll just follow you around every time you want to 
a cigarette. I'll Sasquatch you. I don't I'm, think I'm for hire. I don't think people would survive. I will know. I that. can I can hit light. Okay, I'll just slap you in the face every time I'm gonna smoke. How about that? I don't think that's gonna. I don't think Why? It's... No, you know what? You're right. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur here, You're right. bud. I support this full 100. percent I'll find. I'm creative too. I'll find different ways to. I'll make even write you a good review. <laughs> We're gonna Sasquatch test. slaps like a Charmin double roll across the side of the You'll face. You'll be happy he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. But seriously, if you guys want me to help you quit, just. You know, send us an email or something. But yeah, nope. So they shot that down. Um, realistically, that makes me want to go to the north side of Iroquois County and open. Oh yeah, a shop like right. As, I was thinking farther north, go to like right outside of Papinaw, okay. between Papinaw and Saint Anne. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Or on, I think actually on. Fifty-two. I think there's has like Iroquois a County. Parking have spot we right there. Have, have we said yay or nay on it yet? I don't even know. I think we've said yay. Okay. Yeah, we have to have because the towns were talking about it. Okay. Okay. It really should be up to the towns. It should be. I, yeah. No, you're right. All government starts at the local level. Yeah. It's Towns, like townships. We've been whatever. so brainwashed into thinking that like across all these lines everything should be the same so it's convenient and it's like it's not how this is supposed to work if that's the way it's supposed to work then we should just get rid of all these local governments because they're not doing anything then mm-hmm. but you're right it should be it should be up to the towns like you should go town to town and the law should be different and it should be posted and you just have to figure out what's going on yeah I don't know man I'd like to be on. The, sh- I'd like to be on the debate for if this town was actually going to do it. Yeah. Like, well, we might get rid of some people in this town that we I don't think- really care for if we actually snuff out some of their business. <clears throat> yeah. I think we should be able to duel as well. <laughs> I want to bring dueling back. I challenge you to a duel. With that pistol shotgun we were talking about last on Monday. Yeah, boy. <laughs> like, Man, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I, don't know if I, oh. got, I don't know if I have the wrist for that. Yeah, I think we're gonna sick. we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna manufacture this thing and we're gonna make. I mean, okay, not very much money because I mean, it's gonna be a novelty item. It's gonna... just for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna fashion ourselves and we're gonna bury them. Yes. In the woods with the ducks. Well, I have some Illinois news too. Tell me it. Um, so there is proposed legislation mm-hmm. in both the Illinois House and Senate that would make daylight savings time the year-round standard in Illinois. I would like to say one thing real quick. Okay. For the mine, like... One out of a million. I 100% support what Illinois' government is talking about right now. Okay. Both proposals would eliminate the twice-a-year time changes between daylight saving time and standard time. Sponsors of both bills, and they hope to see the measures taken up during next week's veto session in Springfield, and the House State Representative Alan Skillicorn from East Dundee, one of the only politicians in Illinois that has any kind of testicular fortitude 
supported Cash Jackson in his bid for governor last year. True that. Um, filed House Bill 3837 earlier this year. His proposal would eliminate the time change in Illinois. He said the need for daylight savings time changes have been out. Have become out. out who wrote this? <laughs> he said the need for daylight saving time changes have become outdated and obsolete. Um, I have some f- a few fun facts about the time change. I've scrolled too far. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Okay. Many people assume we enacted DST to help farmers. Daylight savings time came about because of World War I. Germany, the UK, and the United States all pushed our clocks forward to better coordinate waking hours with light bulb use, thereby conserving electricity. The program lapsed until World War II when President Franklin Roosevelt instituted war time zones. That's kind of a cool name. Which were basically the same thing, only like I just said a minute ago, with a cooler sounding name. Astonishingly, despite originating as a temporary FDR government program, wartime zones actually ceased at the conclusion of the war. Thereafter, time zones defaulted to municipalities until 1966 when Congress enacted a permanent annual daylight savings time. Um, Some proponents that are for getting rid of it say that today all of these reasons are outdated. The economic benefits seem to cancel each other out. While we save about 1% on electricity when first enacting DST, that figure is now offset by an increase in air conditioning. Uh, Legally, if states decide to drop the daylight savings time, it must then procure an exemption from the U.S. Department of Transportation, which I've heard is sort of hard. Um, Also, these people are saying, the people that are for getting rid of it uh television companies consider darkness their ally and know that the earlier sunsets the the earlier the sun sets the quicker the quicker viewers drop irritating habits like family picnics or baseball games and return to the vital activity of watching useless program programming like cable news i don't understand why it wouldn't be so hard to just pick one and leave it alone just pick one if arizona and the territory of guam can figure out how to commit to one time zone. Surely the rest of us can. So yeah, I, I guess the Senate one passed. I saw that earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll have to see if we can get the transportation dealy bob. Yeah, probably not. So I wonder. Okay, so if we're pushing it forward, like, what time's the sun gonna set all all year? Well, they said it will start. In March of 2020, yeah. so that'll be the last time change. So yeah. we'll go to the summer clock. Okay. And so that will be what we're on for so ever and ever and ever. going to get dark at like 8 o'clock or 9? Well, I mean, so like it gets dark at what, 4.35 here now? I don't know. So let's say it's 4.30. It'll be 5.30. Like in the summertime, it gets dark at like 8.30 or 9 because we have more sunlight hours. It's not yeah. because of the clocks change just because the sun's in the sky longer or we have more sun in our day in the wintertime we have less then we're given even more less by taking an hour in the evening away you get more in the morning but it's not right for most people 
I know. I, I, I it, it screws with you. I mean, I guess you get an extra hour to drink when it falls back, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm a proponent. I think it's dumb. So you wanted to argue with me about no. the origins. So I was sure it was because like that. Well, that might have been some of the cases. Like like it said, after World War II, it fell on the on municipalities to do it. So mm-hmm. maybe some places they did do it because of farmers. Well, that might be true. But yeah, I guess it, it was World War One. They just wanted to say conserve on energy. Which I guess is a big deal because you know, they didn't have a lot of electric stuff back then. It's pretty much your lights. Yeah, and and in like a war zone, everything generator run. Yeah, it's not like that stuff was efficient back yeah, then. Yeah, and your heaters, I mean, are probably coal or wood fire. Mm-hmm. One of the two. So I can see how. Like, yeah, it totally makes sense for a war zone situation. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I I don't know. I don't really care. I just. I will support Alan Skillicorn. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, supporting I, him blindly, but I mean, like, let's just pick one and be done with it. Yeah, I, there's no need for it anymore. And let's it, just do it as a country. And apparently it's like, seriously, it, it, it's not good for productivity. Yeah. Like, it hurts productivity in a, in a serious way. It adds to depression. Like, the last one we just went through is, will worsen your depression, like if, if you have that, I guess. Huh. But it, like, because... Well, one, it like jars your system and then you get less sunlight, which is good for the body. And it just kinda it just kinda messes with your head. And yeah, so Wait a minute, less sunlight is good for your body? No, no. You get less sunlight. Sunlight, which is good for your body. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure people, mother brothers get sick in the wintertime because they don't get enough sunlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's there's no need for it. Well, you got anything to add on the uh, Illinois front? Uh, no. Okay. Well, we're going to finish up our list of these medical hoaxes here this week. And the last one, last week we talked about chemo. This week we're talking about antibiotics for viruses. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Doctors all across Illinois prescribe antibiotics for, for not all over America prescribe antibiotics for what they... Misdiagnose as a bacterial infection like strep throat or a urinary tract infection, when in fact, more times than not, it's a viral infection like the flu or the common cold. And the results of this mistake can be deadly. Antibiotics wipe out all bacteria in the gut, good and bad. When your body is battling a virus, the last thing it needs are antibiotics. Can you say pneumonia? Can you say bronchial and sinus infection without blowing your nose and coughing first? Antibiotics are dangerous, and they're becoming obsolete as superbugs like MRSA become immune to them, and concentrated animal feeding operation animals get more and more antibiotics so farmers can stave off all those bacterial infections. What about when those animals get viral infections? The bottom line is this, and this the bottom line in, in this Humble Sasquatch's opinion is that antibiotics should be used very sparingly. Did your grandma ever tell you everything in moderation? You should take that advice. It's wise and rings very true. If you think you have strep throat or any other infection, go to your doctor and get a culture taken. 
That's the only way you can be sure. If you have flu systems, flu symptoms, quit being a pussy and go take some vitamin D3 and drink some orange juice or something else high in vitamin C. You have to ride the flu out. Hell, back in my college days, I drank a gallon of OJ in as short a period of time as I could muster when I started to feel a cold or the flu coming on. I figured the vitamin C would help. Drinking that much that fast made me made sure made well I can't write either. I can't blame this person. It's not some stranger. I wrote this. <laughs> um drinking that much that fast made sure my system flushed out of both ends. This is in no way medical advice, just sharing what should be common sense and personal experience. I just think a lot of people like Oh, my kid's got a fever. I have to take him to urgent care. Like, not necessarily. Yeah, and then there's the people who are just like, oh, I have a cold. Well, let me just take these pills for three weeks and I'll be fine. No. So now you have the cold. You just have to deal. Yeah, deal. Get over it. Could be a pussy. If it gets really bad. Yeah, then go. The, go. I'm not saying don't doc. go to the doctor. But, like, if you're just dealing with a 24-hour flu, you don't need medicine for that. If you get the flu... Like you said, I drink. I drink. I still do it. Like whenever I get, the, whenever I like feel like I'm getting the flu symptoms or whatever, I drink a half gallon of OJ, and I'm good to go. And it really doesn't flush me out. Like I don't go crazy in the bathroom or anything. Yeah. I just because well, you're only drinking a half gallon. You got to drink a gallon, bro, in like six hours. Well, I mean, I could probably do that. It's you're not gonna, hard. You're going to be peeing a lot, which is flushing your system. Well, that's fair. And in the case of drinking a gallon that fast. Probably going to be dumping it out, too, out of the other end, I which mean, is possibly. also flushing your system. Yeah, possibly. That's just my theory. I'm not, like I said, just, I'm, not a, I'm not a doctor. I just think having the vitamin C in your system fights yeah, it helps, yeah. the, whole, the whole system yeah. deal. So does but, the vitamin D. The vitamin D3 that in the wintertime that you're not getting because you're not out in the sun, that's part of the reason you're getting sick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like I said, I think antibiotics are a good thing. They are, but they need to be used correctly. Yeah. And I think people go to the doctor, oh, give me an antibiotic. You don't need that, bro. You don't have an infection. You don't have an ear infection. You don't have a strep throat. You're good. (laughs) Go take some DayQuil and quit being a pussy. Go take some NyQuil if you don't want to be awake during this. And especially just go drink. Did Did I say what I did last year in college? Like, I would get my gallon of orange juice, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I would drink a third of it, and mm-hmm. then I'd fill it back up with vodka, and then mm-hmm. it was time to party. <laughs> See, I feel like we, I think we had that conversation. Oh, we did? Yeah. And I, th- I think you told me it was half and half. I mean, there might have been a point at, at some point in that time <laughs> period that I used to do that. I don't know anymore. No, for sure. That'd be too much. Yeah. But definitely, probably a third. It's probably the best way. But hey. Hey, even then, I mean, like you're putting a lot of alcohol in your system. You know, I mean, you, you clean a, a wound with alcohol. I was just gonna say, you fix your outside wounds with, with rubbing alcohol. You fix your inside wounds <laughs> with drinking alcohol. That's how that works. That's satire, but there's some truth to it. I think. Well, that's what I got for that. What are you? What are your thoughts? I brought up the. Uh, the uh, concentrated animal feeding operation animals. Um, that's definitely a thing. I mean, uh, it's not like a huge 
problem in your small farm operations. Yeah, it's the big, big boys. You know, it's, it's your, bigger, your bigger farms definitely overuse antibiotics. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of farmers that do overuse antibiotics, but mm-hmm. they're not um, really affecting anything. You know, if you have five cows and you give one cow too many antibiotics, you're not doing nearly as much damage as the guy that has 20,000 pigs and is giving, mm-hmm. and is over overusing antibiotics. Yeah. Um, it's not as big of an issue as people would probably like to see, but there are consequences and these, there are diseases that can come from that. Yeah. And then some of these diseases are zoonotic. So let's just pretend we have an antibacterial resistant, mm-hmm. uh, infection that is zoonotic and can go from animals to humans. Now we have a real serious problem, you know, mm-hmm. and these are actual concerns when it comes to antibiotics. Yeah. Um, which are not in your meat, by the way. doesn't matter how many antibiotics you use. just not there. Fight me on that. I'm not going to debate you. I don't have the information to, so. I am that guy. Fine. <laughs> You're fair. I'm not going to argue with you. But, I mean, if I looked it up and I thought I had a point, I'd make it. But no, no, I don't fine. know. I don't know. I trust yeah. you. Well, you trust me with water, so. No, for sure. For sure. <laughs> now, the USDA definitely checks that, and that's not a thing that um, farmers do. Yeah, so, I mean, the reason, like, I'm not against any of the things and necessarily that I've talked about in this, but, you know, I don't think you should have blind faith in them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to take an antibiotic for anything because I don't want my body to be used to them. Mm-hmm. I want them to work when I need them. If you overuse them, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yes. So... That I guess that that's my main point. If I need antibiotics, then I really, really need, need them. Antibiotics. Yeah, like I think once in college I got a bacterial infection in my throat. Like I literally couldn't swallow pee, mm-hmm. and I waited. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, it'll get better. It's just a sore throat. No, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was out. I was down and out for a little while. But yeah. I think that might have honestly been the last time I've had an antibiotic for a sickness. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave me an antibiotic cream <clears> when <throat> I almost put my eye out with the screwdriver a couple months ago. But that was like for a day or two, I think, was all I needed to have that. So that's literally all that is. Okay. Are you ready, Tommy? I am. All right. We're going to bring back Rapid Fire. And this week, it's Epstein edition. All right, so you starting it off? Yeah. Let me get this pulled up here real quick. Um, so last week, we talked about the uh, ABC News bombshell with Veritas. Um, oh, that's a video. Gosh, I'm silly. Um, yeah, so apparently they fired who they thought was the whistleblower. So I've got a video here um, that'll give a little more accurate in-depth. Tucker, the former ABC News producer accused of leaking the Amy Robach recording is 25-year-old Ashley Bianco. When her former bosses at ABC identified Bianco, executives at her new employer, CBS, immediately fired her. But during an exclusive interview with our former colleague, Megan Kelly, Bianco says she is not the leaker. Watch. Wasn't me. I'm, you know, I'm not the whistleblower. I'm sorry to ABC, but the leaker's still inside. You know, it's not, 
I never did any of that. I may have accessed it, but I never, never leaked it. I never showed it to anyone. I didn't talk about the situation outside the company. Bianco acknowledges that as part of her job, she recorded Amy Robach's rant about how ABC executives buried her explosive report about child rapist Jeffrey Epstein. Here's part of that. Watch. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Ashley Bianco says she told her manager what Robux said, but that pretty much everyone in the office had already heard it. But Bianco says she never heard of Project Veritas until they released that tape, and she never spoke with Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe. And O'Keefe today confirmed it. In fact, late today, Project Veritas published a letter from the ABC insider who they say leaked the tape. That person writes to ABC News, quoting here, I, like many, are at a loss for words on how this has been handled. Instead of addressing this head-on like the company has in the past, it has been spun into a mission of seek and destroy. Innocent people that have absolutely nothing to do with this are being hunted down as if it were all a sport. Yeah, it sucks that girl got fired. She kind of sounded annoying, but... I mean... It's not really grounds for firing somebody. This is the media on fire. Yeah. I looked Monday, and I don't... They didn't release, like, a part two to that. I no. I don't really see anything... I don't... Well, yesterday, I probably wouldn't have, because... My recliner got the best of me. Pretty, yeah, no, I love it. last night. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the one thing I have, or a couple things I have, uh, Bill Clinton, when we're talking about the Epstein deal, has been on the Lolita Express, which is Epstein's plane, 26 times. That article was on Fox News the other day. So we've known that for quite some time through independent journalists and small publications that most people like to call conspiracy theories. Um, Fox News is now on board explaining that that is now fact, which is just a big, it's just a notice to everyone that the mainstream media is now saying the things that um, Alex Jones, for one, and uh, Breitbart, another one. Um, Cernovich. Cernovich. Uh, these guys... Pasobic, these guys have been saying for months um, before even this Epstein thing happened. Yeah, um, they uh, talked about Lolita Express. Alex Jones has been talking about this for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, years. years. Alex Jones has been talking about the Lolita Express. I don't know if he talked about Epstein. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe we just no. didn't recognize the name. Yeah, I don't. I think it was probably just that. But uh, so that's a thing, um, and I have some things on the jail that held Jeffrey Epstein because they're going pretty scorched earth on Earth on that. Um, the warden and the head of the Federal Bureau of Prisons have both been reassigned. Two of the jail workers accused are accused of sleeping on the job and falsifying records. Those would be the guys that were supposed to be watching him. Now, 15 additional jail workers have been subpoenaed in a criminal investigation into Epstein's death. Bill Barr is running that investigation, by the way. Nice. Um, many were unwilling to talk unless they could be granted immunity. 
That doesn't bode well. No. <laughs> and when I say many, all but one. <clears throat> one of the unnamed jail workers is cooperating, but only under the guise of anim- anonymity, saying that he is not authorized to discuss the matter. One of the guards watching Epstein was actually just a business worker in the prison, but due to short staffing, was working as a guard. Huh. Yeah. So that's what I have on the prison. That's just what the investigation has found in like the what month and a half, two months since he died. I mean, I can't remember. It was it was actually a longer than that. So uh, was it August or September? I think it was August. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, yeah. So that's coming to a head. Well, I have some good news if you really don't like pederasses, and if you're a good-hearted person, you don't like pederasses. I mean, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm interested. Alabama has made a decision to stand strong against convicted child molesters. Come on board. Alabama has decided to pass a chemical castration bill that would forever change any person convicted of an abhorrent sex crime against a child under the age of 13, which is a measure approved by most people across the state. State Representative Steve Hurst, a Republican, introduced the bill. It was passed by the state legislature and was recently signed into law by Governor Kay Ivey. Because the state wants to make it abundantly clear that child molesters are not welcome, the law now requires that any child sex offenders over the age of 21 will be chemically castrated before they leave prison and enter society again. Since the chemical castration of child molesters is now the law of the land for those living in Alabama, it was decided that Alabama Department of Public Health would administer the chemicals that reduce or block the production of testosterone in the body. Lefty politicians in Alabama think it's harsh. State Representative Wandelin Given believes that it should be reconsidered because the urge to molest a child is not usually physical but psychological. Chemical castration would begin one month before the convict is set to be released from prison. The treatments would continue until a court decides <clears throat> otherwise. The sex offender would have to pay for their own medication and would face a felony charge if they stopped taking the chemicals that inhibit their testosterone. Attorney Raymond Johnson predicts that the law will be challenged under the Eighth Amendment, which protects Americans against cruel and unusual punishment. I think that it should be challenged and overruled, and I think they should pass uh, death penalty for pederasses. I don't think that chemical castration is good enough. I think they should just shoot him in the head. Yeah, I don't like giving the government the power to force me to take drugs or change my physiology. That's why I said it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying that's family. like my reasoning. That's not okay. I, I, in premise, I'm like, yeah, let's do that. But then in practicality, I'm like, no, the government should not have that kind of power. Like that is a thing for your neighborhood watch to do mm-hmm. to the pederasses in your neighborhood. Yeah. With scissors. Or hammers. Both. Okay. I honestly, I just think that they should just be, they should just off them. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm down with You're that. not, ref- like the Alabama. It's this, true. This, uh, you're not going back. This well, lefty politician there. I once, mean. Once a kid diddler, always a kid diddler. Yeah. 
reconsidered because the urge to molest the child is not usually physical but psychological. So you're defective. You're not going to reform that. Let's just end it. Well, that's kind of the thing. It's like, it's like you want you want to look at the look at what she says there and be like, that's that's wrong. It's like no, she's right. That's true. She is and right because it's true. Is why we should just kill them. Like it's either that or life in prison without parole. Yeah, either or. I'm okay with either. I would. I think I would rather see them like on a firing squad. Yeah, but you know. We don't even have kids. Could you imagine how harsh we'd be on this if we did have kids? Oh, I know. I know. 1,000. I, mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, you're less of having kids than I am. Like, I don't have my own children, but my nieces are kind of like my kids. Well, that's kids. true, yeah. So, I know what it's like, what it feels like when, you know, somebody that close to you has getting treated badly. So, I can't even imagine if they got raped. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that I don't think the court system would have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I got on that. Wasn't there? Uh, wasn't Trump at the LSU Alabama game Saturday? Oh yeah, yeah, he was. There was a video, wasn't there? I think we have it, don't we? Roll that beautiful footage. I'm getting there. For us, and a lot of people are tailgating. What's the welcome committee like so far for the president? Exactly, Kendis. An hour to go until kickoff, so everybody's starting to move their tailgate act to the stadium. But who better to talk to first than a couple of current students here who are going to tell us all about their feelings about the president visiting. And we're going to start here over with Reagan. And I wanted to ask you, what do you make of President Trump's visit here to this big game this afternoon? Um, Honestly, I'm so honored that the president would come to Tuscaloosa. I mean, having the current president come to your university, and it's my last, like, big home game here at the university. And seeing a president come and watch your Alabama, like, football game, is so exciting to me and I'm just so thrilled to have him here. Delaney, what kind of a reception do you think the president is going to be met with inside the stadium? Um, I think for this game it's going to be a very positive reaction um, for the president. I think there's going to be probably either a standing ovation or at least a lot of cheering. Um, That's just kind of been the vibe on campus all week at least. Um, I would be really surprised if there was anything other than that. Um, If there is, it's going to be very small. And I want to turn here to Parker as well. The three of you told me you voted for the president in 2016. You're supporters of his. Why do you like him so much, and what policies stand out to you that you support? Well, I would say mainly just the no-nonsense policies, and especially since Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's awesome, yeah. It's totally perfect. Just right. wins it. Turning back to Alabama, you guys want to tell me a little bit about the Senate race? I noticed you have your buttons on here. What are you looking here for in that? Yes. Um, her- <laughs> it's amazing. Like, he didn't even break a, he didn't even crack a smile. Even after it was done, he's just looking at her and she's just like, oh, I can't believe you just said that. I hate you forever. And like, they're, oh no, oh no. The Jeffrey Epstein thing's now been on MSNBC. We have to stop the presses. And like well, you that just saw local, all that was, the pre- that was a local. Well, I know you saw all the pr- all the presses, all the all the producers oh, yeah. in the background. Just oh like, yeah, screen. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, that just happened. That kid's a boss. It's like the new. What was that guy? Uh, what did that guy say? Oh, wait, did he say grab her by the pussy? The guy who used to like jump in live news things oh 
with the black with, with the the Unabomber look. He had the sunglasses and the hoodie, the beard. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember. You say it's been a while. Effer right in the. Was that it? I don't know, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, really? Oh, we'll have to watch we'll have that. To I'm going those. to educate you, my friend. It's amazing. It's yeah. like, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. There's a guy that used to just like bomb on live news stuff and like he cussed. Oh. And he got away with like, I'm talking, he's in like 10 or 12 videos <laughs> of like live news bloopers that he got in because they people, people were interviewing him or they like to walk up to interview him and he would just do. He'd be like, yeah, you know, I live here, I do this. And then he would say this one phrase. I can't remember what it was right now. Mm-hmm. But he would say it. And, and that's what, like, the Jeffrey Epstein thing has now become. <laughs> is that people are just doing that. And it's amazing. And I love it. Yeah. That's, yeah. That kid's a boss. Even if, even if his name is Parker. Yeah, I'm not giving him boss status. But congratulations. That was, that was a good play. Yeah. Solid. Well, that's rapid fire, Tommy. Yeah. What's going on in the swamp? I mean, impeachment. They started. Uh, they started their uh, public hearings, and it is very obvious now that there are only opinions and hearsay and people's interpretations of the transcript, and nothing else. It's like Jim Jordan. I watched a little video on yeah. Twitter. He said that she said that. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. <laughs> That's the entire thing. It's it's he said, she said. And these two and, witnesses, and it, the, that little bug-eyed booger Schiff brought up there, those were supposed to be his star witnesses. Yeah. And everything they said, it's like, there's one side of the room that's like, yeah, I mean, Somebody no. told me that you had a girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. That like a boyfriend that I had in, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta finish. Yeah. In February of last year. Sorry. Oh, you're killers. not gonna, you're gonna continue? The Killers. Anyways. Um, Orphans, listen to The Killers. One side of the room interprets it one way. One side of the room interprets it the other way. And as of right now, we have nothing else besides that. It's just theater. The Democrats think that this is going to hurt Trump. I don't know why they think that. I don't know who don't put that in their ear and they thought that was a good play, but it's not going to work. This is going to be done before January, done before Christmas. So McConnell will be right. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think the Senate will be done before Christmas. Yeah. Well, those push it through. There's not enough there's not enough time. No. Or there's not enough things to do. To make this drag on much longer it's than It's not like they had the data, like the support of the American people on this either. Anyway. No, they just want him to, they just want to be able to campaign against a president who's been impeached. That's what they want. Well, I think this is like, the. I mean, th- this might just be part of their campaign because they see that their field is so weak. That's what I mean. But yeah, no, they have nothing. It's it's ridiculous. Insanity. Um. Oh, Chris Wallace. Oh, what a puke. <sighs> I mean, it's... He sounded like Edward R. Murrow. Ah, this is very damaging to Trump. Ah, yeah, so there's that. Um, Schiff, per, like, I guess he didn't because he's not, he's not under oath. 
He should be, though, because... Seriously, he, he lied right off the bat. Yeah, he's just like, um, that's a false statement with his stupid little smirk. He's like, I don't know who the whistleblower is. And it's like, well... Wait, you just said, like, less than two weeks ago that you did know who the whistleblower is. And then three weeks before that... No, then like a couple days before that, you were like, oh, yeah, I guess I did... Uh, my staff did meet with the whistleblower. And then, like, a month before that, you were like, oh, no, I never... I don't even know that there was a whistleblower. <laughs> And it's like, and then, and he like, was telling the Republicans in the room that they can't ask questions about the whistleblower, name the whistleblower. Yeah, or they're gonna get an ethics complaint. You know what? Bring on the ethics complaint. How would because he that's be not gonna able go very to, far. But I'm just saying, with what he said, how would he be able to tell if he doesn't know the whistleblower? How would he be able to enforce that? Oh my god, how funny would it be if Jim Jordan pulls that stuff tomorrow? <laughs> well, I guess it would be... They're not doing it tomorrow. No, I think Friday. they were doing this. This is TV. This is theater. Like yeah. you said, they're doing this. They're going to take the temperature tomorrow. Let's see what the ratings were. <laughs> yeah, It's every other day. It was uh, Monday. Yeah. I don't... I don't Monday, I, Wednesday, I wonder if they, I, I wonder if this even continues because, honestly, from what, from what I heard bits and pieces, it just sounded like a snooze fest. Oh, it was. It was awful. I so watched a lot I of it. No. Can't, I can't imagine it having high ratings. <laughs> like they won at least. Yeah. Jim Jordan put had a billboard behind him that had Elijah. No, I don't think it was Elijah Cummings. It wasn't, it wasn't Elijah Cummings. One of the uh, black Democrats was on CNN talking. The one that said, if we don't impeach him, he's going to get reelected. <laughs> now... <laughs> to be fair, because we are about to be being transparent and and unbiased, that is taken out of context. They were talking about impeach him, and they didn't that he would win re-election. Explain that like if they tried to impeach and it failed, that that would help him in the election. So I mean, that's not saying what they are trying to say. It's saying it's taken out of context, but. There have been plenty of people who have said those exact words in that exact way. Yeah. And you know what? At least they're trying harder now because the Republicans of old, these rhinos, these swamp people. I mean, this, that's a, that's a, that's a left wing mainstream media tactic right there. Yeah. Take somebody out of context. I think, I think 2020 is going to be the end of the old guard. I hope. I hope so too. Really do. I think it is. I think it is. And that's another thing with it. this whole swamp deal, this whole thing. These guys that they called as witnesses, they're just pissed off because Trump doesn't trust people to do work that he can do better. One of them said today the whole reason he um, was going against them is because they don't agree with Trump's foreign policy in Ukraine. Well, guess what? He gets to have like his it. own foreign exactly. policy. He got elected. If you don't, if you don't like it, get out of the game. One of them said he's, he's, he's threatened to quit. Okay. Don't let the door hit you on the ass, sweetheart. Yeah. This is the way we're going to do things now. What we've been doing for the last 20 years ain't working. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try something new. And hey, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least let's try. Yeah. And can you blame Trump for not trusting the people around him? Oh, no, not at all. How many leaks has he had? I think the only thing I heard in the uh, impeachment hearing that I thought was had at least some basis was one of the guys was talking about how there are avenues and channels 
from the U.S. government standpoint to investigate corruption that has U.S. public interest or U.S. government interest. And none of those channels are asking a foreign government to do your investigation for you. I'm like, okay, that's fair. But at the same time, like, why not? It's all bullshit anyway, though. I mean, I don't think that Trump, uh, this is what the Democrats are saying. Oh, he's trying to get dirt on his political rival. Who's to say that Biden's not the nominee? Not well, yet. That's true, too. Yeah, if Biden doesn't get the nominee, then he didn't get dirt on his political route. nothing. I think this is nothing more than him sending Rudy Giuliani overseas to do things as his personal lawyer, which he legally can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just trying to get to the bottom of... Without leaks. Without leaks? What happened in 2015 and 16? I honestly think that's part of this. That's oh, the yeah, biggest the part of it. strike thing. Yeah. This is not... <laughs> and... The quid pro pro. They, you realize they've stopped using quid pro quo. Yeah, it's all extortion now. Bribery. It's the same thing. Bribery. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's just not in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> we can't have conditions on foreign policy. We've had conditions on foreign aid for years. All foreign aid is based on conditions. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the problem, and I, I agree, is if... Because the situation here is there's two interpretations of what happened. In the Democrats' interpretation, if that happened, it is bad because you are investigating a political opponent. Whether he is, even if he's not the, the nominee, he is a an opponent on the opposite side of the aisle. You know, it puts it puts that in perspective. So I get that, but that's not what happened, and there's no evidence to suggest that what yeah. happened. That's what happened. Um. And that's, I mean, that's just the bottom line. And until that comes forward. I really forward, don't see it. I don't see it. Because they were going to, in, they were investigating this Biden and his son's horse shit that went on over there before this president. I think, who's to say you can't ask them to re- relook at that? Well, no, for Why sure. Why is that bad? Oh, yeah. And the president agreed in the transcript. And part of it is they are really corrupt. And this guy's trying to end corruption. It's been proven. Yeah, and the president of Ukraine agreed yeah. when President Trump brought up that yeah. these were issues. He's like, oh, no, we agree. We want to work with that. We want to figure that out. We're going to get to the bottom of those yeah. things. I honestly, this is not Trump trying to dig up dirt on his foreign or on his political rival. He wants to figure out what the real collusion was because mm-hmm. it wasn't this. You know what the, the aid that Obama gave the Ukrainians what did he get? Blankets. Yeah. He even blankets instead of missiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got their aid from Trump. From this administration. They got their aid. Yeah. They've got weapons. They've got what they need to fight the no, crap that's nuts. going on over there. Honestly, what really bothers me is what's happening that they're ne- that the media is not talking about besides Epstein. That uh, this impeachment thing is shadowing. Because this is such a nothing Mm-hmm. And it's so obvious that there's nothing there that it's like, what are you keeping me from looking at? Yeah. And it might just be the Epstein thing. Or it could be that FISA warrant thing that's about to drop, which yeah, you want to talk about a bombshell. Oh, my Lord. That's going to be a big one. Uh-huh. But what did what did Pizovic say? 
He said that will be the centerpiece conversation over uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Many Thanksgiving will be tables. The, will the, be the FISA. No, it wasn't the FISA. It was. Yeah. Well, it was the IG report. Which is yeah, the IG report into the FISA abuse. Yeah, but it sounds like the IG report's about to drop. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a lot there. Yeah. That's gonna be amazing. So let's see. But um, so that's really all I have on impeachment. It's it's. Until something new comes out, I almost just don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, I do have one thing that has some people kind of split down the middle. The Supreme Court has allowed gun manufacturers to be sued by the Sandy Hook people. I think this is a good thing. Go more in depth. Okay. Um... There's no reason why they No, 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 not your opinion. What the story is. What's what's the lawsuit? Okay, so the lawsuit is that... What did they rule for that they can sue them? Why can they sue them? There's a little more to this story than just they said they can. Right, so they want... Why can they? They want to sue them because... But that's not... They're suing them because of marketing... Of the firearm. Okay. Um, is the, I mean, that's the ruling. The, so the law states that you can't sue a gun manufacturer and hold them liable for their weapons being used in a crime. Okay. Unless there is proof that their marketing targeted was, was targeted in a way to incite violence or mass shootings. Okay. Or something along those lines. The Sandy Hook case is arguing that that was done. So it has gone to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court ruled, if that is the case you are bringing to the court, then you have the right to sue the gun manufacturer. And the judge that is seeing that case has every right to throw it out and say, no, that didn't happen. Um, I actually kind of don't like that you can't sue gun manufacturers if their gun is used in a crime. I guess I. It's a frivolous lawsuit. I guess yeah. Okay, that's fine. I, I'm not. I guess my reaction is not necessarily because they can sue them. My thing is. I I, I don't want to give the anti-gunners any ammunition. So. I I don't want them to be able to sue. I think what what's on the books is okay. I understand that. This marketing thing, like, I would like to see what evidence they have of the marketing towards this being whatever. Yeah, but. Okay, Tommy, let's, let's, let's look at it like this. Like, I think what's coming here in Illinois, one of the mm-hmm. things they want is that if you don't report your firearm stolen and it's used in a crime, that you're personally held liable for that. That's coming here. I think you should be. What if you don't know it's stolen? I think you should have accountability of your weapons. If now, if it happens that day, 
if you have a control of your guns and then within an X amount of time, there is a murder with your weapon. If somebody broke into your house. Well, I'm at work. And stole your gun. Mm-hmm, and committed a murder that day. Or in a month. No, not in a month. How often if, do you inventory your things? Huh? My guns? At yeah. least once a week. I at least look, you know, check them. I think you should. If you if you have a locked safe, that's a different story. You know, you know that your guns are secure inside that safe. I don't have any guns personally, so I don't have to inventory anything. But if I did, that's how I would do it. But uh, that's one thing. And sure, you should even then you should open it up every once in a while and just say, "Hey, how how are you? How are you?" And talk to them. You know, pet them a little bit, clean them periodically. But um. But no, I do. I truly believe you should be, you should be accountable for your weapons. Uh, as same thing goes, if your kid shoots himself in the face with your gun, I think you should be charged with murder. That's unacceptable, and that is your fault. That I agree with. I'm saying I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's, your, it's your fault. Should you be charged with murder? I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Negligence, maybe. Involuntary manslaughter. I would say negligence, but I'm just saying, like, I don't have any kids. Um, my house is locked all the time. If somebody breaks in my house, I should not be held liable for somebody stealing my property out of my house that they broke into. I think there should be a grace period. I'll, I'll agree with that. If, if the, but if, like if, you if, said, if, if someone steals a gun out of your house and two months goes by and then they kill somebody with it and they find it and you never reported it stolen, that's negligence on you. How? Like, because you have... Nothing's in sight. What, what if nothing's in sight? I mean nothing's in sight. What if, what if a person keeps one on their nightstand and the nightstand's not necessarily something they get into? That's the, that gun's out I, of sight. I seriously, I think you should be held responsible for your weapons. I'm not saying that there. I I agree there should be a, a area of error, right? But if and it's hard to prove. So like, if you would have to have a situation where a guy, I used, just think you're. I mean, you can have your opinion, and I, I'm not going to completely shit on your opinion. Mm-hmm. But I just I I don't want to give the left an inch. No, I hear you, and I want to go back to that because you mentioned that with this with this case. To get back to this case, um, I don't want the government taking the people's power away, regardless of what side they are, to sue a corporation of any kind or business of any kind, just for the simple fact that they can do it. They might not get anywhere. And if it's, but what if if they do? Okay. If they do, they do. We have shitty judges. That doesn't mean that we should block people's right to use the judicial system because we have a crappy judicial system. I just don't understand how, I, I, I guess this is a case by case thing. Like what they're saying what what what's allowed here? The Supreme Court upheld, which is part of the law that they're right. they're fighting for and against or against whichever it is. I don't know how Remington is marketing their right me weaponry to children. Me neither, and I don't think they are. 
I think it will get to a court, and I think I'm not disagreeing with you that this is a this us. is a frivolous lawsuit. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I don't. It's going to have to be pretty egregious. I just don't, I don't trust the judicial system enough to make know, the right call. I know. Neither do I. So that's where I'm at. Neither do I. So I just say no. But I trust the government less, and I don't. I I just feel like across the board, you can't let the government take away the people's rights to to the judicial system. And this is one of those cases where it's like, what is going to happen if they take this to court and say that this gun manufacturer is liable for the deaths of something they had absolutely nothing to do with? Then McDonald's is liable for me getting fat. Chevy is liable for me hurting my knee in a car accident. Um, Nike is liable for me rolling my ankle. I just think the only thing that the gun company should be liable for is a manufacturing error. Absolutely. I agree with you. And I think that's the way it's going to go. I don't think any judge in the country is going to try and pretend. Think of the implications. Even the most leftist judge understands that if they let that go, the the can of worms it would open. I think there's some activist, activist judges that are salivating at that. Maybe, maybe, but the Supreme Court wouldn't let it. I hope so. I don't know. You got to think about that too. Is is this isn't the case? This is just allowing the case. It's fine. I'm just saying, like, I just, I'm just, I just don't want to give these left wing crazy anti-gun mother truckers. I, I don't like the idea of it. Any either. kind of ammunition, and I, I, I just don't. What it's going to do is going to be madness. It's going to wrap gun manufacturers up in litigation until it gets to the Supreme Court so they can stop it. Yeah. You know. I don't know. But but no, I agree. I agree. All right. What do we need to be looking out for? I have some things. Hong Kong, a police shot a protester again. China weighs invasion and chaos is complete in the streets. People have been burned alive in the recent protests. Well, that's... Um, China thinks real realistically that the uh, the people are going to turn on the protesters, and then they're going to seize that opportunity to invade and take care of things their way. Um, that's kind of terrifying. Israel and Gaza might as well be called a war. There's been 26 dead in the last two days. Bombs and and bullets flying all over the place. Hmm. Venezuela is looking at a 90 day or looking at 90 days without power. They started with just hour-long blackouts, now being extended and expected to extend as long as 120 days. So California should get ready for that. The Chilean government bows to protest and agrees to rewrite the Constitution. Again, another protest that has worked and the people have gotten their way away from their dictatorship government. Um, DACA, that's happening this week. The Supreme Court is talking about it. They are very heatedly discussing it. That's going to be crazy. However, that plays out. Um, the Roger Stone trial is on, and the jurors will be making their decision this week or early next week. So we will find out if he's going to prison or if he's going to be a free man. Um, I don't know how that's going to play out, honestly. Yeah. So those are things to be looking out for in the future, and that is what we got. Cool. So y'all need to go to orphansoftheamericandream.com. I don't know if the security... It, it is not. 
we need to get on him to get that done. Yeah. Because our good friend Roger, whatever app he uses, he couldn't download it because of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Apple, it worked on mine. I don't know about the others. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not to get on Justin. Um, yeah. So, Orphans of the American Dream.com. That's the website. OED underscore studios on Twitter. Orphans of the American Dream on Facebook. And Parlor is OAD Studios. Go there, do the things, like and subscribe, share it, tell your friends, download it, download it, do all the things. Love each other, do not believe the official story, and Epstein didn't kill himself. Peace, mother brothers. Now, 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 now